money, bitches. A warning is that I was drinking whiskey to try to warm up, so I have been drinking whiskey. My warning, huh? my warning is that I'm completely sober, which is a rare thing to find. My warning is that I'm very tired. Okay, um, so we're all in conditions. Perfect. And I also I had the hiccups for a while before oh, they might no. come back. Who knows? That sucks. That fucking blows. I gotta go cat. And also, my warning is that I was 28 inches. <laughs> my warning is that I gotta go cat slash house sit 40 minutes away from here. But since it's gonna be nighttime, I'm hoping it's gonna be a hot 30. Hot 30 time. Hot 30 summer. So why did it come up then? Sorry, sorry, that's nothing. That's nothing. Sorry. For my Carly. Everybody say art farts keep it going. Art farts, art farts. Art farts, art farts. Art, art. We just sing our theme song. 21. Can you fart for me, Shotty? What's our theme song? Art, Wait, go, go ahead, Courtney. Art, sing our theme song. Art, 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 oh, art, I guess that is, yeah. Art fart crop has. What is it? It's like art fart farts. Art farts. Art, art, art. I don't know. Evan did some magic. It's beautiful. It is. I, you know, I can't help but think it doesn't sound exactly like what you were doing, but I, I get the sentiment. Oh, we're already 20 seconds in and Andrew's hating already. I think it sounds exactly yeah. like what Courtney just said. You don't even know what it was. Me? Yeah, you. I don't know why I thought you weren't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Little old me? Oh, welcome back, everyone. It's been a week. It feels like it's been 12 years at least. It's been a week and we're weak. My knees are weak, palms sweaty, and mom's spaghetti and pasta's ready. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that was my wrap. Thanks, everybody. And the pasta is ready. And the pasta is ready. Welcome to Art Farts. I've had a little to drink today, so this is going to be a special <laughs> episode. I'm also faced away from Leanne, so I don't catch the common cold. Um, that's all I ever catch. <laughs> and I usually get a, a rare cold. <laughs> you want a rare? Oh, because rare common guys. That's what I usually have. Yeah, like a legendary cold. Legendary cold. I my cold's going away, but I think I have an ear infection, which I've never dealt with before. So I'm just gonna think maybe it'll go away. <sighs> Antibiotics. Yeah. I. Well, I'll keep you all updated on my health status. <laughs> we'll see next week. Next week, we'll see what happens. Um, I'll probably go to the doctor this weekend because I already went to the doctor this week to get tested for strep. So I'm going to give it a hot three days before I go back to get tested for more things. Hey, welcome to Art Farts. Leanne had to get her ear canal removed. Yeah, welcome to Art Farts. This is my, this is my health breakdown of the week in case you want my medical history. Welcome to Art Farts. Next week, Leanne will find a new way to... I don't know. I was going to say. To be ill and have to <laughs> be ill. To be ill. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. We'll keep you posted on Leanne's status. We'll I follow you all care Instagram. a lot. Um, and that's why you're here. Yeah, and 
speaking of why we're here, this is Art Farts. Not only will we possibly list our ailments, but we'll also try to educate the people a little bit. Unfortunately, we're not the most qualified to educate you guys. Um, and why is that, everyone? Wait, are we educating them about my ear infection? No, I'm going to get there. Oh, okay, good. Um, is it because I had hiccups earlier? That's part that of it. It is it. part Aww. of it. And yeah. Always on an art farts day. Yeah. Yeah, we have, there's a whole probably a book out there of reasons why we shouldn't do what we're doing, but we, we defeat all odds, unfortunately. Who wrote that book? Our nemesis, George who, DeFranco. Who, who was writing about <laughs> Full you name. You really just name oh, dropped him. Full name. Full government That's name. That's so funny. <laughs> there must be at least a million George DeFrancos out there. Right? James DeFranco. I, Wait, it's a just A million? Franco. I don't know. That's a high number. <laughs> Let's find out. Not now, but later. If Keep that's you your name, Eventually. let us know. We'll, we'll update next next week. Next week uh, we'll have a breakdown. About how many. A player yeah. highlight. <laughs> well, yeah, we will have a breakdown. Someone <laughs> yeah. will have a breakdown, <laughs> yeah, at I'm least sure, one. next week. I'll start. Um, but yeah, you're listening to this little podcast where we try to educate the people about our history. But unfortunately, like we just mentioned, we don't know too much about art history. So what it really looks like is three idiots doing some research on the internet and then spitting all that information back out at you in the best way we can. Um, So it comes out like a little bit like gibberish and we might have some layman's terms, maybe some cussing, maybe some rude jokes along the way. Um, You might have a little laugh and you might learn nothing or you might just take a little nugget of a little nugget of knowledge with you as you leave. Um, we might teach about artists, art pieces, art movements, art collections, paint, canvases. We talk about everything art-related. We really do. We get we get in the box. We get out of the box. That's we're just stepping in and out all all fucking day long. And we're tracking paint with us. So. Yeah, <laughs> the theme. I'm Courtney. Oh, I'm Leanne. <laughs> uh, I'm Andrew. And we're the farts, and you guys are the farties. Um, sometimes at the start of these episodes, we like to do a little shit, a little segment. I'm taking a shit right now. Oh, and I smell it. We like it. to take a little shit sometimes at the beginning. I, do that far one more time. They're I couldn't hear that. Quiet. Nice. Good one. Oh. Good one. I just real life farted by accident. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope the camera, I hope the camera picked it up. I hope the, you see a little fart cloud coming up. You see your butthole tickle. Oh no! <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> I have a I have um a segment for us today. Oh, thank God! Cool. I'm bringing oh. to you a little this day in fart history, 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 history. Oh, I love that one. That's awesome. Thanks, Thanks. great, Courtney. Thanks, You're so everyone. good to us. November fifteenth. I mean November eleventh. <laughs> November. Okay. No, sorry. November twelfth. May I remind everyone, I told you I had a little oh bit to drink God. before this. Um, November 12th. We got a birthday in the house. <gasps> Are they a good person? There's some... I think I might want to do a little episode on this person because... Debatable. The... the the baby? The baby. Little baby? The baby. 1840, November 12th. Francois Auguste René Rodin was born. Rodin, I think, would be most known and most famous for his sculpture, The Thinker. Um, ah. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. They say he's like the next best sculptor since Michelangelo kind of thing. Me and Leon actually did see The Thinker when we were in Pennsylvania. I believe that's where we were. That's so crazy. I don't remember that at all, but it was probably in where? Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Oh, oh, for sure. Um, all I remember is that our friend Dan was definitely there, and I remember it being, like, caged off, and I was like, there it is. But I think there's oh. multiple renditions of the thinker that he did, so I think it was just one of them. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about him one day. He, but here's, here's what I wanted to share about him today. I could have shared just some point facts about him, but I... I read something that I'm like, this is actually crazy, fucking crazy. Um, so this is what I'm going to share about the birthday boy, August Rodin. Um, he had, like, several lovers throughout his life. Um, they were all kind of, like, they were just, like, wild rides. He almost, I think he just had, I don't know if his dick was giving people hy- hypnosis or, like, he just, hmm. or if he was, like, Dignosis. Dignosis. Exactly, the medical term. Um, I don't know if he was if he had dignosis or he might have been like like a gaslighter. I can't figure it out. But um a bunch of these bitches that like either worked under him or modeled for him would like fall madly in love with him and be like, He I like can't get enough like his mind and then they would go crazy. Um No, it had to have been what did you call it? Dignosis. Right? No, it had to have been just killer dick. And I I don't want to mean I don't want to mean like become crazy as like an offensive term, but like they would they would like lose their sanity as people were describing it. Um, but I couldn't some some of the stories though I was like no honestly he could have done something bad, but he he mm-hmm. never settled down with any of them. He wasn't like I promise I'm gonna marry you. He was just like we're having an affair kind of thing. Um, but there was one consistent woman that he had a relationship with. For his entire life, her name was Rose Burette. Um, They had a kid together, but it was, like, mm. under wraps kind of thing because they were never married. And so it was, like, well, that's, that's just a random baby because I'm sure people wouldn't, like, a baby out of wedlock back then. This is just our tiny um, friend. But they would, oh, they were, like, on and off. They were, like, best friends. And then they, like, would they'd be, like, no, we can't type of thing. Mm. And he would be, like given dicknosis to everyone else type thing. Um, but then, this is crazy. I literally have to pull up this picture, too, because I want everyone to see. Um, three weeks before they both passed away, they passed away around similar times. Three oh. weeks before they passed away, they got married at the <gasps> end of their life. Whoa. Yeah, and they were together. They were married for three weeks, and then she passed away, and he passed away almost immediately after. Un- like, like, by coincidence. You think they knew they That's were dying and they were like, let's get married. I don't, I don't know what it was, but here's a picture oh. of them when they were married. Look, they're like, he was like in his, they were in their like 80s. Oh, I'm going to print that out and put it on my wall. I'm going to start crying and throwing up. Yeah, it's very, very, it was like, whoa. But Aww. yeah, hearing, he, hearing about his other lovers and dicknosis of Rodin, you never would have thought it. You never would have thought it. That's wild. Yeah. So I never would have thought it. That's what happened. I never would have thought it. I would have never thought it. And I would have thought it, though. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? That was all I have for this day in fart history, 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 history. Happy birthday, Rodin. Um, 
hope you are diagnosing everyone wherever you are. He put it down, put it down, put it down, put he put it down. Okay, get it? Nice job. I'm gonna fart <laughs> us out of that. Nice job. All right. Now that that segment's over, we can all move on with our lives. And uh, what we do next is we do a little a little presentation, a little storytelling, a little <sighs> info dump. Um, how this works is that each of us pick a topic every week, and we switch on and off. And this week, it is Andrew's turn to present something. So. <sighs> You have the floor now. Um, <laughs> it's just yelling. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess that's me. Um, so I, I, I'm gonna do a little disclaimer here. This is probably like the most rushed research I've ever done for this this uh, podcast. Um, so we'll see how this goes. I like uh, it. Let me just take a little sip of water here. You got. It can't be more rushed than everything I've ever done. <laughs> Today I'm going to be talking about um, Norman Rockwell's uh, The Four Freedoms. Norman fucking Rockwell? Uh, Yeah. That's right. Norman fucking fucking Rockwell. Rockwell Lana Del Rey, I'm your biggest fan. Of Lana Del Rey fame. I know the Lana Lana cult is going crazy right now. I know we have a lot of Lana Del Rey fans who listen. The Lana heads. The Day Rayers. What is there? Is there like a name for their like? I was thinking. Fandom? I, I literally was just thinking that. I'm gonna look it up. There has to be because people love her. I, I called the tried to look it up. Didn't <laughs> really. <laughs> I didn't look too far. I just saw Lana Lana the cult. Lana cult. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. It's just the Lana cult. Sorry if you're in the Lana cult and I said ew. But I don't love I'm not that. Sorry. Wait, this Reddit page, it says, who are the Lana Del Rey fans? And someone said, I'm pretty sure I'm not the typical fan. I'm a 61-year-old retired guy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Look, this is what came up when I said Lana Del Rey fans. It was a Reddit thread, and someone said, who are the Lana Del Rey fans? And it just says, I'm pretty sure that I'm not a typical fan. I'm a, it's, I'm a 61-year-old retired guy. Oh, That's a typical and, fan. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that seems like a typical Lana Del Rey fan to me. Uh, a 61-year-old uh, white Republican. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, got her. You got her. That's her husband. Her boyfriend. Thanks, guys. Her yeah, that's her boyfriend. <laughs> that's good. All right. Okay, get, All right. get let's serious. Get, let's, let's get into this. All right, let's get serious. Let's get rid of oh, Come on, let's get serious. All right, come on, let's get it. Um, all right, so the four freedoms... Uh, let's let's go to the origin of where this thing came from. In 1941, uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt uh, gave an address to Congress in which he laid out a, a vision of a post-war world. Uh, and just for reference, this was during World War II. Um, at the time, the U.S. was not directly involved, but we had a lot of allies mm-hmm. who were involved. Um, this, this was before Pearl Harbor, so we were not um, fighting in the war yet. Uh, but he laid out a vision for a post-war, post-war world uh, based on four different freedoms. Uh, does anyone want to try to guess those freedoms? Four- That's this is a fun game. <laughs> four you different freedoms. guess those freedoms? I will. I'll guess them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's hear if it. If it's anything like the four, um, like, manners or whatever from art history, it's cum, mm. blood, 
Okay. Okay. No. No, you're wrong. And piss. No. I'm sorry. You're already wrong. Okay. I'll talk about that. It sometime. is. It, well, you got one of them. The freedom to come is one of them. No fucking but. way. No. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> I was you like, and that's me. a good. That's a good freedom to have. Maybe it's the freedom of Turkey. No, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> freedom to live. Freedom to love. Freedom to laugh. <laughs> the freedom. Okay. The freedom to. And freedom to life. Okay. Wait, that's live. I World guess. War Two. Let me tell you, let me tell you, one of them is like very obvious. Like the, like think of the freedom of speech. One of the, uh huh. Yep. That's one. <laughs> yeah, I got him. Um, fucking nailed him dead. The freedom of, um, to bear arms. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The freedom to bear arms. No, <laughs> the freedom of like arms. housing and food and, uh, Kind of. They there's to live. I mean like the the general idea um is there, but there's kind of a weird they phrase it in a weird way. I don't think you're gonna be able to get there's two of them that I really I don't think you'll be able to get. One more guess for me. Um <laughs> Yeah, one more guess. For me? The freedom to visit the zoo on free zoo days on Tuesdays and Wow, Thursdays. you got it. You got I one of the ones it. I didn't think you were gonna guess. I knew it. Wait, is, is is that for real? Most zoos have like a free day and it's like Tuesday oh. or Thursday and freedom okay. has the word free in it. So. Oh, there you go. Right, exactly. So, um, no, but here are the actual four. Uh, freedom of speech, which you got. Mm-hmm. Um, freedom of worship. Oh. Uh, freedom from want. The fuck? Okay, religious. And freedom from fear. Oh, I want that. Wait, so none of them were bare um, arms. I really believed you. <laughs> no, I was joking. You, you what do you, you thought I would? No, because they have freedom I don't know. from I have fear. nothing to say. <laughs> That's the same thing. Free, uh, actually, I mean, it's kind of the opposite. Freedom of fear was. I'll get into that. I don't need to get. Make me get ahead of myself. Oh, sorry, sorry, What's going oh on? we're so sorry. I'm oh, so sorry. That's okay. Oh. Um, so. By Pearl Harbor happened, I think December of nineteen forty-one. I thought. Um, it was... So at that point. No, no, don't. What did you? What I was going to say, I thought it was nineteen forty-two. <laughs> I don't know anything, so you should not listen to me. Um, I you might be right. Hold on. No, I literally don't when... think so. I don't know anything about that era. Pearl Harbor was December nineteen forty-one. Oh, see. So I mean, it's close to nineteen forty-two. Okay. okay. Um, so by the spring of 1942, the U.S. was already involved in the war, and uh, Norman Rockwell had been commissioned to paint this painting, which was a machine gunner in need of ammunition, um, and it was called Let's Give Him uh, Enough and On Time. And it was just kind of like a a poster that got printed uh, and sent to ordnance factories, I guess. Um, to just kind of encourage them to work harder, I guess. I don't know, work faster, uh, show them what they're working for. Um, Norman Rockwell was a, I'm not going to get too much into, I I feel like he's probably someone who we'll do like a full episode about eventually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go too much into who he is, but he was a New York born painter who eventually moved to Arlington, Vermont. Hey. Do, you know, do you know where that is, Courtney? Yeah, of course I do. 
well, I don't know. I don't know where, how, where that is uh, in relation to. Oh, it's in Burlington. Burlington. If you there's like is one major highway in Vermont. If you go on that highway, you will pass a sign that says Arlington, Vermont. So is every town in Vermont um, some variation of like a vowel and then Arlington? Yeah, yeah. It's like um, Brattle, oh, Brattle, Arlington. <laughs> Rattleton. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he he, he kind of sought out to paint representations of small town American life, uh, which is what he became known for. And he felt that he wanted to do a little bit more for the country. He didn't feel like that one poster that was spreading around. You guys can look that up too if you want to. Again, it's called "Let's Give Him Enough Time and On Time." Wait, no. Let's give him enough. And on time. It's yeah. not that important. Got a um, machine gun or something. But it is, yeah. Um, but he felt like he wanted to do a little bit more than that. And he wanted to show people why they should, should support the war effort. Um, and he decided, he thought about that, uh, that speech that FDR made. And he decided that he wanted to paint those for freedom. Um, so for a while, he had trouble uh like conceptualizing how to even paint them cuz i mean like what the like what the hell is freedom from want how do you paint that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and how do you paint freedom of speech you know uh but he eventually got some inspiration from a real life event that he experienced and it was that in his town of Arlington um this man named I have his name. This man named Jim Edgerton. Edgerton. Uh, who Edgerton? Yep. Who was a farmer, um, who obviously like you know was providing for people. He was kind of he wasn't like poor or anything, but he was on a pinch. You know, it was hard times for a lot of people. Um, he had spoken up at a town meeting. And he kind of expressed an opinion that wasn't very popular with the rest of the people of the town. Um, and this inspired him. And I'll get a little bit more into that uh, in a short bit. Uh, so he decided that he wanted to represent these four freedoms by painting just everyday things that people in America could relate to. Thing, like, just scenes that were, I guess, just normal, just just rural, I guess mm-hmm. I could say. I don't know. Um, and at the time, the ordinance department just didn't have the money to, to hire him for another commission. Uh, so he decided to bring some sketches of some of the ideas to Curtis Publishing Company, uh, which was the publisher of the Saturday Evening Post in Philadelphia. Um, and uh, editor Ben Hibbs, as soon as he saw the, the sketches, he immediately was on board. And, he, and they decided that uh, these paintings would be released weekly, um, accompanied with an essay, essay for each. Uh, and... Actually, Rockwell was like a little overwhelmed by that. He he didn't even get to start working until like months later because he like just uh, it was just a lot for him. Um, 
But he did eventually end up doing it. Mm. And the first one that he made was Freedom of Speech, which was released in the Saturday Evening Post in February uh, 20th, 1943. Um, so you can look that one up. Freedom of Speech, oh, yeah. it's called. I've got it. Oh, yeah. Take a look at that. It's crazy how um, it looks like a photograph. It does, kind of, it does look like a photograph. It is very detailed. It's like a very still in time kind of thing. Which I guess yeah. you know, Norman Rockwell is famous for. Oh shit. I just pulled it up now. I'm a little behind. Um, but to describe this this photo, it is basically a dude standing up in a crowd. Uh they're all sitting down, and it seems like most of them are looking at him, looking up at him. They have their attention pointed at uh yeah, attention pointed to him. There are some smiles I get like say they're kind of smiling right like they're they're waiting with bated breath grimaces a grimace like sounds um like almost evil to me you know when (laughs) i hear a grimace like like, it's like your mouth your lips are pulled apart to be like they're together but they're not they're not really smiling nor frowning it's the look that white people give (sighs) each other in the grocery store the little "Mm." (laughs) <laughs> the the uh the gym look in uh the office oh no precisely um but yeah this is so this is <laughs> <laughs> i looked up grimace to see like something no! it's just the purple monster well, yeah you're that gonna get the purple, purple bo- yeah you're gonna get the purple guy oh, that's so good <laughs> sorry grimace overtook me um ew and <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No. Um, <laughs> Your cough made all the headphones do auto tune. That was so funny. They what? broke like the sound barrier. They're like, oh. Your cough like malfunctioned the equipment, and it just it, you were like, oh ah. my bad. Yeah, you literally were like, oh. that was beautiful. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> That's just how I cough. Actually, that didn't have That's anything sick. to do with the. You're sick. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, probably. Uh, so, so, again, like I said, this is based on a real-life event um, when Jim Edgerton, uh, one of Rockwell's neighbors, had stood up and expressed his opinion. And this opinion was based on uh, uh, this thing that happened in their town in 1940. Uh, a fire burned down a high school oh. Um, oh. in Arlington, Vermont. And so the town had been trying to decide what to do with the school children. Um, and eventually been decided that a, a movement would begin to move money into an effort to build a new high school. Uh, and this is what the meeting was about. Mm. And Jim Edgerton was a farmer who was, again, like, you know, struggling a little bit. Um, and he just expressed that he didn't think that the money should be relocated to build the high school. Um, and part of what Rockwell wanted to capture, which he felt was very important to the idea of freedom of speech, is that, yes, most of the people didn't agree with him. At the end of the day, there was a vote, and uh, pretty much everyone voted against what this guy was saying um, because people did want to re- relocate that money to build the high school. But they listened respectfully. Mm-hmm. They let him they let him say his piece, even though they didn't agree with him. 
Um, and you can and you can you can see that in their faces here. I think yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, I like how he's very Vermont with the Vermont company flannel and the Carhartt, and then everyone else is in little suits. That is a working class he man. Looks, yeah, that's a working class man right there. He said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> he's he's like, <laughs> I don't have any of my own. I don't think I should be paying for this. He said they should be working. Yes, excuse me. I just wanted to say I hate those children. <laughs> I like how we're giving him slightly southern accent. That's so Vermont. Yeah, well, he lives in Vermont. <laughs> Would they have a slightly southern accent in Vermont? No, they just sound like they're farmers. What is a Vermont accent? Could you do a Vermont accent? <sighs> it's like maybe a little Quebecois with a little bit of uh, what? Maine. Quebecois. So you made up a word. Quebecois? Hello? <laughs> That's when you're from Quebec. Quebecois. It's very Quebecois. Oh. Um, Quebecian. No. I would have said, I would have said Quebecian. Oh, Quebecky? Yeah. I think I don't know what people from Quebec are called, but if like if it's like it feels Quebecy with the good hair. <laughs> oh my god, um, this is a, my main accent. You can't get there from here. So <laughs> that's Maine. Yeah, can't get there from here. And wait, when you say your main accent, you mean you don't mean that is the one that you usually go this to. This is my. This you is what I usually. One. I default to this one. <laughs> right. Oh okay. But Vermont's a little classier. Um, Sorry, <laughs> I'm really working on this. What's what is what's classy though? What like how does it get classier? That's a great question. There's a lot more laws of the land, and so people it's one more expensive, and then two people almost like treat it a little better. Where like I was more asking how the sound <laughs> <can> get classier. <laughs> That's, there's like more laws about the earth, though. Yeah, me getting into the geography. That's so cute. That's funny that it's next to New Hampshire that has no laws. And Maine, where you can do about anything you want to. <laughs> Maine sobers when you, you have fun- coke off the Stephen King book in at least 30 days. I'm not. What did you even just call it? Maine sober? <laughs> oh, I literally can't stop farting. This is such a nightmare. Fun fact. Uh, Vermont was one of five states in the... Uh, ele- the you know, voting, ballot, whatever, uh, however many days ago mm. that had uh, whether slavery should be illegal on it, on its ballot. Oh, my God. One of five states? They were like, it was like, yes. should we remove language that, uh, in the, that allows slavery as a punishment? And it was like, no, nope, probably. Oh, my God. They were what? like, let's take a quick vote. Or a- the vote in Oregon was, was 54% to 55%. <gasps> Oh my God! What are the other states? Do you know that Oregon, that Portland, Oregon, was originally meant to be just for white people? Sorry, I'm derailing. no, but that makes sense. Apparently, they made the the city, and they were like, "We're making a white haven," and it was Portland, Oregon. Oh no! That's so. That's why it's like how it is. <laughs> Literally, that's why it's like how it is. Um. Oh wow! Right. What? What? Do you know the other three states that? No, I only know one other one, which was Tennessee, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I was, they still say the two most progressive states are Connecticut and Massachusetts, so. Connecticut was, like, kind of lit now that I look back. I wouldn't say the I same. disagree. <laughs> wait, <but>. wait. <laughs> no, I miss falling Connecticut. Right. Anyway, we're getting too far now. We're, we're derailing, but um, let's get back to this. So while this painting was based off of Jim Edgerton, uh, the model for it is actually a man by the name of Carl Hess. 
It's a lie. Um, yeah, it's a lie. Carl uh, Hess was another person who lived in the area. He owned a gas station, I think. Um, and uh, I was reading, I don't know if this is confirmed true, but the thing that I saw was that the reason that he was chosen was that he looked kind of similar to Abraham Lincoln, um, who was a, a big inspiration and subject for a lot of Rockwell's paintings. Um, Why? And No, yeah. I was going to derail again. Was it going to be about a top hat? Yeah, did you see that? Uh, yeah. Really upsetting. About what? People were like, why do I always picture Abraham Lincoln in a hat, in a big, tall hat? And if you look up Abraham Lincoln, you don't see him in a hat until way, you scroll way down. It's the Mandela effect. They took Lincoln's hat. Um, I don't know. I guess, did he wear a hat in the movie Lincoln? Do you picture him in a hat? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I definitely picture him in a hat. Yeah, go, for sure. if you go Abraham Lincoln Google Images, you'll see maybe one hat. Um... Like, yeah, that's well, I mean, actually I feel like, he, like, to be fair, though, I feel like um, probably in like a portrait like that, an official portrait, they, it probably was unprofessional to wear a hat like that, right? No. Like he might have worn, worn a hat casually. No, because no, this were, is no casual hat. Hats were like, I think, classy in the day. They weren't disrespectful yet. I don't know. They were a man of. Yeah, not, a, not until snapbacks arrived. Yeah. In uh in 1874, um, so Rockwell tested a lot of different ideas of how the painting would look, and one of the I don't I'll, so there's gonna be I'm gonna be referencing some of some of the original paintings uh before the ones that actually get released, um and I don't know how to find most of them like I, I saw them in a video, uh and uh, like I think they're kind of hard to find i did find one of them by looking up like original uh you know freedom of whatever i think i saw painting. one by accident uh you may have um but the one one for this was originally the the subject uh carl hess was like it was kind of a wider shot and you could see him like more in the center and you can see way more of the people and it was more focused on uh, their reactions to him rather than having him be kind of like the, the way that the actual, the final painting is, it's kind of like you are, you know, giving him your attention as well. You know what I mean? Did I find it? Um, did you see it? Uh, it's so what, tiny. did you send it to me? Yeah. To the fart chat. Yeah, I don't know why that's so blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the quality. Is that it? Yeah, that's we it. We got him. Um, <laughs> oh, and Rockwell also painted himself into the crowd. And I, <gasps> oh, don't, I don't know which one he is. I didn't look into that, and I should have. But I don't know which one he's supposed to be. Um, I, none of them really look like who I think. I think it might be the guy in the front, actually, the with corner. the blue. Oh, the bottom. Bottom left corner. Bottom right corner. I don't think he would have been that old oh. in the bottom left corner <laughs> how, how, by by now. What's the era? What's how old is he here? Um, hold on. Uh, 
He was like in his 40s. Okay, okay. Let's give him the bottom right then. Let's do him some favors. They changed his shirt. Not his shirt, but. He changed his shirt. They changed Jim Edgerson's shirt. Mm. <laughs> um, and that's. <laughs> oh my God. I got. Mm. <laughs> that's pretty much the freedom of uh, speech. So let me move on to the next one. Which was Freedom of Worship, and this was printed in the Saturday Evening Post, February 27th, 1943. Um, so for this, he wanted to paint an image that conveyed unity uh, despite differences. Uh, and the original, the original painting was a scene in a barbershop in which a Jewish man was getting a haircut while a Catholic priest and an African-American waited their turn. Uh, but but here's the problem with this painting. And again, it would be great. I could I could copy this probably and send it to you. Um, so the issue with this painting here is that it was meant to convey unity, but to uh, okay, never mind. It's not it's not working. Um, I think I see. That's it. okay. Uh, it was meant to convey unity, mm -hmm. but to uh, to convey that the the guy in the chair was a Jewish guy, he just like drew a stare. He he painted a stereotypical like big nose uh, for, and that was like the only way to he did it. Um, he event he did realize himself that it was stereo mm -hmm. that it felt stereotypical, um, and that's why he scrapped it. And also, I like it. It there's supposed to be a black man waiting. And none of the people in this pa painting look black to me. I was going to say. I don't know which one of these people is supposed to be black. I don't know if it's the guy who is, like, almost entirely obscured by the barber. Yeah. Uh, which would be pretty funny that that is the inclusion <laughs> that he, he thought would be working. Um, so this one got scrapped. Uh, the final painting, uh, which... We didn't, I forgot to describe, but it's kind of just like a bunch of close ups of heads uh, in a crowd of various different types. I do think I see actually a, a black person in the corner up there. Um, All the way in the back. And, yeah. Uh, and they've, they're praying, they've got their hands up to their face and stuff. And it's kind of monochromatic, and the monochromatic was to, um, again, emphasize that that unity, like you know, the colors don't really matter. Um, uh, and it was kind of I don't know what this really means, honestly. I don't know why I put it in my notes. They said it in the thing I was I was looking at. Um, I'm not sure if I know what this means. Maybe you guys can figure it out. But the final painting was decidedly meant to represent the concept of worship instead of the concept of religion. Mm. I, Which I guess makes yeah. sense. Because not everyone has a religion, but they can still worship. Right. I like that. Or like, not everyone's also, which this could be, this could be problematic itself, but not everyone acknowledges other people's religion. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. oh, you're Buddhist? Well, that's not a religion. So mm. it could have also been from that perspective, which... Isn't ideal. Um, and at the, at the top, there's a phrase. Uh, each according to 
Each according to the the dictates of his own conscience. conscience. It's kind of hard to read yeah. because of the color. Yeah, that's a little that's um, a little grainy. Also, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it was that's a phrase that was used in uh, many state constitutions. Um, and George Washington used it in a speech once, uh, but Rockwell actually had no idea where he remembered it from. He just liked <laughs> that's it. Funny. He actually he, had he no idea. He could not tell meant. anyone. He, I mean, he might not have because he did not know where he got that from. That's so funny. My thing is everyone here in this picture is old, not one young person. Yeah, because young people are the Antichrist. I guess so. The youth Young can't people worship. don't worship. Oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Please. 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 They have like a funny like updated picture that the New York Times did. Is it all just young people? It's like just it's like more um wide array of different cultures. Mm. 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 Um that's all I have to say about that one. Let's move on, Moving on. to possibly the most famous one, uh Freedom from Want. Which is, I think when you guys see this, I mean, I know you'll recognize it when you see it because you sent it to me earlier. We apparently used this as promotion yeah. for uh, a Thanksgiving episode, however long, I guess a, a year, year ago. Probably, probably like a year ago, yeah. yeah. Um, oh! And this was printed in the Saturday Evening Post, March 6, 1943. Uh, and... To describe it, and again, I, I think listeners will probably, like, you'll recognize this, but it, it's just kind of a scene of a Thanksgiving dinner. There's someone with a big turkey. Uh, there are a lot of people around. I don't like that. The guy in the bottom right corner really pisses me off. Like, why Why are you looking at us like that? <laughs> That's um, so funny. I think I made that one into myself in our photo. <gasps> my headphone fell out. I'm so scared. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm scared because I'm going to hang up on our fucking host. <laughs> That's our host. Is he still there? That's our host. Oh, phew. That's our host. <laughs> That's our host. Our host. Um, so this one is not as conceptual as others. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I, I will say, and it's kind of weird that it's straightforward because I feel like freedom from want is probably the least straightforward of these freedoms. But it just kind of means like um, hoping that everyone has enough, you know, like that Aww. you don't have, have to want for like you have the things that you would want for, you know, you just get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you just get I it. I want it. I got um, it. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you, you say uh, who's got it better than inspired us? by Thanksgiving. What were you about to say? I said they look like they're saying, who's got it better than us? <laughs> they all look like they're having a very good time. This it. looks like a very good Thanksgiving. Very, very. Honestly, I don't think so. They got turkey and then a bowl of fruit. That's and fucked up. That's a big turkey, though. Big. Although there are a lot of people. Big turkey, a plate of celery. That looks like flan over there next to the celery. It's probably one of those jello molds that's made of ham or something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's eleven people in this photo. How they can't that's not enough food. That turkey is massive. But that's it. There better be mashed potatoes underneath that that 
one dish in the middle there. <laughs> Yo, they're only drinking water, too. There's fucking... Can we talk about the celery on the plate? What's up with that? That is just a plate of straight celery. Exactly. <laughs> and and also the fruit is like... It's just fruit. Like, it's not cooked. It's it's just grape, pear. I have some oh, critiques. Cool. Yeah, fuck this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. Yeah, fuck these guys. Fuck you, Norman Rockwell. Meh. Um, fucking Amen. So some of the some of the people in this photo are his actual family. <gasps> uh, the the person holding the uh, turkey is the family cook. Uh, his wife is somewhere in here. I'm assuming she is the one with the 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 looks brown pretty. hair yeah. to the right. Yeah, the pretty one. Um, and his mom is there too, and I'm assuming she is the one with the white hair next to yeah. his Aww. wife, maybe. Um, and he was a little he he had some reservations about this one after making it, because obviously at the time it was during the war, and there were people in Europe who were uh starving, mm. uh, and he I guess he he felt bad about his portrayal of abundance. But like we just said, this isn't really even that abundant. They were kind of struggling, honestly. Mm. So they're making it. They're spreading it thin. Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. fancy, but then you I look mean, a little closer, and you're like, "What the shit? Nothing's cooked." We have like opposite. They're really gonna be gnawing on the bones of that turkey. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Our Thanksgiving, it like looks really terrible. It like looks aesthetically unpleasing, but it's really. Good. <laughs> Our Thanksgiving looks terrible. <laughs> Our Seattle Our Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving? Looks awful. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's botched, but it's really, really good. Bongs everywhere. I was gonna say the room is so smoky I mean, you can't even see. <laughs> you like? I- I've never really like. I feel like people focus so much on the presentation of food, like when really what matters is how the food tastes. Oh, well, you gotta watch Julie and Julia. What is that? Julia Child. It's a movie, and you'd like it, and you should watch it. I've never heard of it. Oh, we have Robot Courtney now. So I think I'll hate it. <laughs> it's a movie. You would like it. You should it's watch it. It's a movie, it. and you'd like it. <laughs> so. Um. So this one is highly regarded for its use of texture, uh, which, I mean, I think you can tell, like, there's a lot of, I guess so. I, I, I don't know, I guess really in, in, intricate lighting, I feel the like, cups. I don't know. It's the um, glassware. The no, it's cup. the depth. No, it's the guy in the corner. That motherfucker. Oh, not another modern day version. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean this is this has been recreated so many times. Um uh you know, there's like a Simpsons version, there's a whatever version, like every uh, you name it, you'll probably find a, a a version of uh this for some kind of pop culture whatever. I think Modern Family has um, an episode where they like the end the bit is that they just recreate this image. Yeah, that that makes sense. That adds up. And uh, there's probably about 11 of them in Modern Family, right? Oh, yeah. No, that's a big family. You know, they got it. They got it on lock. They did it. And they're modern. And they're modern. Wait, this one's funny. Whatever family I just sent you, they have. They did another <laughs> one where they're in different positions. Should this be our Christmas card? <laughs> of someone else's family doing this? No, I, I get people off Craigslist to fill in the spots. Oh, perfect. Which one did you just send? You'll see them. They're, they're coming slow. You're going to love them, though. Ugh, who are these guys who like fucking photoshopped their faces onto 
Right? I was like, oh, I was like, how fast did you Photoshop us? I didn't realize that was our Thanksgiving promo. <laughs> we're promoting Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> we're, pro- we're promoting fartsgiving. This, this one looks uncanny. Is this a real picture? Yeah. <gasps> Guys, there's so many. They're of the same people, but they're in different positions. And I have, I found at least five of them so far. Oh, wow. What? They're just in different positions? Do they do a new one every year? I don't know. Just... No, that baby is the same age. They took several. <laughs> You'll see. They're all coming. Oh, they're coming slowly but surely. Where did you find these? Who are Google these Google images. No clue. No idea. Also, what is that? What is he holding? Is that bread? <laughs> yeah, he changed it up. Oh, yeah. That looks like a burnt loaf of bread. There's quinoa. Is this a family? <laughs> No, <laughs> there's so many questions. <laughs> Whose baby is that? It was like some that? article, and it said uh, it said Norman <laughs> Rockwell left some people out of his Thanksgiving dinner. Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Oh, Norman Rockwell didn't consider these people. <laughs> these guys man, and their baby. Oh, man. These guys and their baby. Their, their baby. big bread. <laughs> I like how they still, they went with the, whoever is in the bottom right corner has to be looking at the camera still. The third one's my favorite. And I think <laughs> the third one's my favorite. You have to see the bottom right corner. It's sending right now. Third one has not come Oh, and yet. it will come and you'll be like, what the hell? And I think the baby is breastfeeding, but not in real life. Like not in the <laughs> photo. And so that they, they photo edited the baby to not be breastfeeding. You'll see. Yo, I'm sending <laughs> monstrosities right now. Look at the bottom right corner of the third picture. Who is that? I don't know. Oh, my god! I don't see them in the other ones. They're really, they've got a rotating cast here. <laughs> this know. is like, this is none of these real. people are in the other ones. Can you pull? What are you sending, <laughs> Leanne? Um, the first one was probably a Trump meme, I'm going to say. And I don't know what the second one is, but it's a woman with her tits out and a NASCAR shirt on. And a man with a butterfly tattoo on his teeth. What are they eating there? A boneless turkey in a can? Yeah, b- canned boneless turkey. They got spam on the table. Honestly, they did a good they job got weed of the, on table. the table. They got, oh, they got weed. I, did, I barely looked before sending mm-hmm. this. This guy has shit tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, they got PBR. This guy's got a flip phone. Oh, that is a bundle of, un- what is it, uncured weed? Just w- the leaf? The leaf, yeah. Uncured. Unhinged weed. Uncured bacon. I think we need to um we need to get fart tattooed on our forehead. But can we put our can we put this lovely rotating family on the Instagram? Yeah. Of course. Perfect. We'll do we'll just all of the reference photos will just be all the different ones that they've done. <laughs> There's more. I'll show you later. Um let's move on to the final the final freedom. Good call. Uh, freedom from fear. And this one was printed in the Saturday Evening Post on March 13th, 1943. Uh, And it was painted while Europe was under siege. You can see in the headline of the newspaper that it says something about that. And to describe this painting to everyone, it is just a mother and a father putting their two kids to bed. Uh, There's some toys scattered about the floor. Father's holding a newspaper, like I said, and there's a headline about the uh, uh, Europe being under siege. Mm. 
Um, and the idea of freedom from fear is just the the sentiment of just being safe, not having to worry about things like that. Um, and specifically in this is not ha- not having to worry about the safety of your children. Mm-hmm. Just being able to put them to bed, put them to sleep, and have sleep, sweet dreams. Um, which actually reminds me, I got to tell you guys about the dream I had last night. It was like the worst dream of my life. Oh, my Oh, God. my jeez. What but anyway, I'll, I'll do that off there. Okay, off there. okay. <laughs> I, I got to say something um, about the mom. Yeah. Okay, ready? Hear me out, everyone. Frances McDormand and Chevy du- Shelley Duvall, if they had a baby, it would be that woman. Okay, I see it. I definitely see the uh, Frances uh, McDormand. I'm not sure I see the Shelley Duvall. Look how she got those nice big eyes. I don't think you can even really see her eyes that well. I swear. I'm going to look up a picture of Shelley Duvall from the side. Okay, keep talking. Thank you. Um, so this has remained a relevant piece of imagery for a while as well. Like the, I guess this is something that has been done with all of these, um, but this is off, often adapted and repurposed to... Uh, you know, represent something else. The New York Times published it on the front page of the paper after 9-11, bless you, um, and replaced the headline to be relevant to 9-11. It's been used and reinterpreted in response to a lot of racial violence. Um, So I guess they're kind of like memes when you think about it, but like not for funny stuff. Um, Well, I, I guess the family one was a little funny. All the uh, all the um, the Thanksgiving ones were a little funny. What are you sending? Leanne sent the article I mentioned, the Wired article about oh. the about the the new family. There it is. I was never gonna find the words. I updated it. <laughs> Hello. Um. Yeah. 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 What else was I going to say? I think Sorry. there was something. I don't think I have it in my notes, but I think I remember um, something about Norman Rock, Rockwell was not like crazy fond about this one. Um, hmm. He just thought it was like simple. He didn't. He didn't think he did like too great of a job. Um, Shelly do okay. I guess I kind of see it. <laughs> yeah, Shelly Duvall from the side. Is that the only picture of Shelley Duvall from the side? Cause... It was the only one I could find, so maybe. Mm. Except for when she's olive oil from Popeye. I, I want to see that. I feel like she's a perfect olive oil. <gasps> Have you never seen that, Popeye? No. Oh, my gosh, she is a perfect olive oil. You'd like that movie, too. Is that Popeye's girl? Yeah. Her name is Olive Oil? Yeah. That's so cute. Olive Oil and their baby is like, you know their baby's name, Andrew? No, I didn't know they had a baby. Wait. It's something cutesy. I'm looking. Popeye Sweet. fucks? <gasps> <gasps> what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were looking at something. You're reading a fucking headline <laughs> right now. <laughs> I literally thought so. I was like, what website are you on? What Next week, I'm going to be talking about how Popeye Sweet fucks. Pea. Did I literally say it was Sweet Pea? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Sweet Pea. I was thinking Pea Soup. And I was thinking it's a sweet Aww. name, and so I was close. Sweet the baby, is, the baby. Is sweet sweet pea, pea is the name of the baby from Adventure Time. <gasps> oh Whoa! My God. Pa- and Popeye influenced Adventure Time a lot. Really? 
know. I don't know that for sure, but <laughs> I think I, I, oh my goodness, you pulled the wool over my eyes. <laughs> Andrew's I gone. I could have. No, I. You definitely, definitely could have. And the fact yeah. that there's two babies named Sweet Pea, I was like, there it is. You've cracked it wide I open. I mean, probably. Like, I feel like it might. That might be a reference. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm done talking about these freedoms. I there's just a, there's a little little thing afterwards. Um, these were all hugely successful. Uh, the Post received twenty five over twenty five thousand requests to reprint all of these paintings. Uh, they and then so the paintings were sent on a war bonds tour, along with one thousand other original cartoons and paintings, where they just went around, I think sixteen cities. Um, where people could go and look at them, and $133 million worth of war bonds and stamps were purchased oh my because God. of these. So they were very effective. Norman Rockwell uh, set out to do a little bit more, and he did a little bit more. He did quite a bit more. He brought on the say. troops. <laughs> and um, that's it, man. That's, that's Norman. That's the four freedoms. Thank you, Andrew. Woo, thank you, Andrew. That was cool because thank you, Andrew. Thank you. I feel like Norman Rockwell Rockwell is one of the the you know, the iconic faces of art history and we don't really know. Yeah, I feel much. like I feel like he was a name that I've just always heard and never really knew anything not a single thing about who he was. You've been rocking And then Tell me. What have I been rocking? <laughs> Rocking well. I've been world. I've been rocking well. <laughs> yeah, you've been Norman rocking well. Um, I was just gonna say you've been rocking the like everyone knows them, but no one talks about it. Stories. That's season two, baby. We gotta get these classics out of <laughs> oh, there. You know, season two, baby. Oh no, when's season three? Um. Not for, uh, like, another year. Yeah, I was going to say, when was our one year? Wow, we're actually having... This is not just random. Wait, what? Yeah, what do you what do you thought it was random? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, Riddle Riddles just randomly did a season two after, like, 350 episodes in. Oh. <laughs> no, theirs was after... Uh, as someone who has listened to all of them, they, they, I'm pretty sure they did it at, like, uh, like... 200 it was no it was like 205 i swear to god that it had nothing to do with the numbers it's just when you feel it you're like no Mm. we're in i'm in my season two era that's but you guys you guys are know when the next one's coming no well it's the next anniversary that's when season two started this season two started on our anniversary yeah that whole day leading up to that Um, episode i was like i can't wait to say welcome to season two Oh my god! I mean, I guess season three could could. I mean, hypothetically, we don't know when it when it could start. Hey guys, welcome to season three. Hey Riddle Riddles, season two started on episode two oh four, and they are about four huh. years into recording. That makes sense. Um, and it was just because JPC felt like they needed a rebranding. I didn't know if we needed a rebranding yet, but no, I need a branding. All right. No, we've. We've needed a rebranding for a while. We still need a rebranding. I wish you could rebrand me as a person. Next week, I'm bringing in season three. I'm bringing in a guest next week. 
<laughs> All right. I mean, we could just we could just pump it up. Every episode is a new season now. Oh, that's funny. Pump, pump the jam. Pump, pump it, it up. up. Pump it up. And the bit is something. What? We would never do that on season three. Just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait. Season three, we're like super serious. We're like not even shit bags. We like don't even laugh. Yeah, season three, we we don't make any jokes. We like do <laughs> very thorough research. No more fart board. Um, oh, please. Season no three, we have the labeled board. fart board. Do we have a Fortnite noise yet? <gasps> oh, no, that's the fucking. I think ooh. he's been editing it in in post. Oh, sick. I can't wait. Oh, she hit the long part. Evan, drop a Fortnite no- noise right here. <laughs> booga booga. <laughs> That's not a Fortnite note. I, why can't I say Norge? Fortnite. <laughs> My Fortnite noise. Arnar. 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 You wouldn't know what a Fortnite noise sounds like. Bitch. If it bit you in the ass. <laughs> if it bit you in the ass. All right, enough of this. What's been oozing your koozie? The fuck? Huh? What's been oozing your koozie? She said it again. <laughs> Arrest me. One more time. What's been oozing your koozie? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll go because I just said um. Uh, I listened. To, I've been doing this thing lately. I by doing this thing, I've done it twice. Where I listen to an artist that I hear in a song that I've never listened to before. The first time it was Motley Crue, and that was a pretty bad experience for me. I really didn't like them. Today it was Aphex Twin. That was oh. a pretty positive experience Whoa. for me. That's insane. Who, what song referenced Aphex Twin? I don't even want to say it. It was Role Model, who is the guy who's dating Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> and he's like, I saw Jesus listening to Aphex. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And I looked up Aphex Twin, and That's... I was like, I'm going to listen to this right now. And then I was like, this is pretty good. So, how? okay, you liked it. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. I have so much thoughts going through my head. I mean, sometimes I was like, I need to turn this down. This is kind of hurting. But it was, it was, it, 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 it. I could tell that I was listening to something. Okay, I could tell that I was listening to something important. His lore is insane i like googled him because i was like what am i actually listening to and i saw a horrifying image um, <laughs> oh the smile the you smile on his thing? face yeah. i don't know hold on I'll, that's his thing that's his thing yeah. is that his thing it's in every pick every yeah. album except for that one I mean, not yeah. every but a lot yeah. of them well it's a whole thing from his old albums you gotta read i read an article once about why he did that wait this that's one of them, yeah. Oh, I really didn't. That was really frightening to me. Anyways, that's actually all that I have right now, I think. Motley Crue and Aphex Twin. Yeah, is all I have right now. Oh, and the, oh, I don't know if it's Ann's or Annie's, those fucking little burritos <laughs> that you get in the frozen aisle. Oh, those shits. Those are so good. Um. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. If you don't know, I can't explain it to you. But if you know, um, the enchilada dinner, very good. 
if you know, you know. You know, you know. I hate that. But I'm like, if you know about these, you definitely know. You definitely knew something. And that's all. Uh, Motley Crue, Aphex Twin, and Annie, question marks, burritos. Yeah. Okay, Andrew, what's been oozing your koozie? Oh, yeah. What's been oozing my koozie? Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's gotta be, I, I listened to the new Smino album, Love for Rent, Woo! um, and I think quicker than any album has ever <laughs> risen to my album of the year, it just shot up there. That is my album of the year. I cannot stop listening to it. Um, I, I, I think it was just like the exact right vibes and subject matter just at the exact right moment for me, but I really, I cannot stop listening, and I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, Love for Rent by Smino. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I love to hear it. When Andrew was t- and what's up with you, Courtney? Let's uh, oozing your boozy, boozy, boozy. Oozing oh, your koozie. What's oozing your kombucha? It's oozing your koozie. Oh. Thanks for <gasps> asking. Did Leanne hang up? She no, Andrew's still there. Oh. No, but but Leanne was about to say something. Though. No, that's okay. I forgot what I was saying. What was the gasp for? Me, I gasp. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. No. Oh, halfway through. Oh, I was gonna say when Andrew was talking for a second, it sounded the the the, the walkie-talkie noise happened, and um, my gasp honestly might have been me catching my breath because I was laughing at that. <laughs> By the way, for the listeners who don't know, we record these over walkie-talkie yeah oh wouldn't that be fun oh we do what are you talking about long long range walkie-talkie i use my apple watch i use my ass watch <laughs> sorry <laughs> courtney what's been uh um... i was thinking the same thing <laughs> what the fuck is it cooching oh my god oozing your I'm sorry. she says it like we're supposed to Come on, like... oh my we do this every week oozing your koozie say it with me now what's Oozing your coo- um, What's oozing your koozie? Um, I've been listening a little bit to a few older jazz artists. Um, it's at that time of the year, so I've been listening to. How old are they? Pretty fucking old. Hmm. Um, it's that time of year again. I'm listening to Vince Gilardi Trio. Um, not specifically the Christmas album, but just like anything, just feels like. It's getting closer. Um, also, Bill Evans Trio. I've been listening a lot to My Foolish Heart. I can't wait for Evan to uh, mm-hmm. edit this and hear that. Um, that's a little bit of music. A little bit of movie. I, I rewatched Julie and Julia <laughs> over the weekend, which is one of my favorite movies ever. I don't think it's like necessarily a great movie. But it's a really good movie, you know. Um, so just if you want to, just like and have enjoy something for an hour and forty minutes, maybe an hour and fifty minutes. Watch Julie and Julia. You might fall in love with cooking from it. Um, and then also preemptively, I'm going to go see the One Piece movie tomorrow, and I have never watched what or heard anything about One Piece. That's so, so funny. Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm like actually very excited. So I think it's going to be a really good time. Hmm. <laughs> I know. How do you feel about that, Andrew? Um, I, you know, listen, 
I'm sure One Piece is great. Uh, I just feel like One Piece has a has like a chokehold over a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I don't want more friends to be falling victim. You know, it's you don't have to worry about know. me. I won't be victimized. That's good. Because good to know. Gibby said she's on episode eight hundred and something, and I said no way. No, I will never watch that. I will never see that. Yeah. I'm just a cinephile, and I had five movie credits for free movies for the rest of the year, and I said, I'll go see One Piece because I get to get popcorn then. Oh, you do love movie theater snacks. I love oh, I love movie theater snack. I love the movie experience. And I'm sh- it's like apparently doing really well. Even though I don't know anything, I'm sure it'll be a pretty good movie. So. I think you'll enjoy yeah, yourself. Probably. You do just love movies. I do. It's a good... And I gotta get... I don't know about you. I don't know about anyone out there. If anyone does an 100 movie <laughs> watch list for a year, oh, the, our time's ticking down and I gotta catch the fuck up. So um, any movie that will help me finish my list is needed. Wait, you haven't watched 100 movies this year? No. <laughs> Wait, What? No, no, I'm, I'm surprised about that. Movies. Okay, okay. I was like, we watch a hundred movies every Sunday. I'm still a little surprised about that. I know. I, last year I did really, really well, but I've never ever been able to do a hundred new movies did until you, last year. Did you see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? We tried to, but we couldn't get it to load past the first few minutes. Remember? Oh, it was right. Good. I was like, why didn't we watch that? We could not. Yeah. I want to. That's a that was good. I'll watch it. Rachel sent it. I want to watch it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, I gotta. But uh, oh my fucking god, I've been so <sighs> naughty. What's today? The eleventh. Yeah, naughty. What's up? It's fucking. It's today's the. Tell me. Tenth. Oh, we a few. We have time. It's fucking. Well, I mean, I guess it. Uh, it's the eleventh for me, actually, but not for you. No, mm-hmm. it's no num November. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. I'm so behind. Oh, my God. Okay. This is a quick promo for follow me on Letterboxd. My name is Courtney Linnea. Um, I, every, no, I'm going to do a thing like Andrew does on Oct- October's, except it's called No Numb November, and it's when I try to watch as many sad movies as I can in the month of November. I did pretty good last year. I think I watched, like, 15 really sad movies. Um, let's see if I can get 16 this year um, and cry my eyes out. What you do a podcast after each one, but it's just you fighting <laughs> through tears trying to say anything. <laughs> yeah, Boo-hoo-hoo. I don't want to make it like a serious, too serious of anything because if I commit to that, it could be really damaging for my psyche. Um, but I want it to mm-hmm. be just like a loose. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> um, I want it to just be like a loose thing where it's like November makes me feel like watching really sentimental, sad movies, and so you can see my little movie list on Letterboxd. Um, I will be finishing When Harry Met Sally tonight because <laughs> I'm trying to make Evan watch it. And that movie does make me cry, so I think that counts. Oh. All right. That's it. Make me stop talking. Make me shut the fuck up. Um, shut the hey, fuck up. Hey, shut ah! the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It was, for some reason, Andrew's hey was so loud. But before I watch When Harry Met Sally, I've got to go watch some Muppets basketball. That's going to be really good for going on November. Yeah, I cry harder at Muppets basketball than anything else. Muppets basketball. 
You said that with ease. That should not have been that easy. I didn't, Courtney, I want you to know that's not even what I was trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it came out like butter. Uh, All right. All right. Well, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.